on Olympic Ave in front of what is soon to be the Stampede. Behind us you can hear construction and there's a lot of things going on. I'm actually with uh, Public Relations Media. Public uh, Relations Manager. Jen Booth, that's correct. Yep. We're going to talk about your illustrious career and all the things that you've done uh, for the city, which is amazing. I understand that uh, this year is going to be the Victory Stampede. Can you tell us a little bit of what that's about? Yeah, so it's 100 years since the Victory Stampede. So we had um, a stampede in 1919. It was the first one following the one in 1912, and it was the immediately following World War One. And it's where it really brought the community together. The Southern Alberta and, and Northern Alberta were somewhat divided uh, following the World War, and so the Calgary Stampede brought the communities together to you know really bring life and spirit back into the community. Wow, that's incredible. I know the Stampede does really embrace uh, the animals, the people, the culture, uh, the heritage, which did create the Wild West. Uh, so I believe that uh, you guys are going to pay a little bit of tribute to the Canadian Army. Is that correct? Yeah, so this year's honorary parade marshal is Brigadier General Stephen Lacroix. And he um, he will be riding in the parade this year as a little bit of a, an homage to the military uh, with regards to the Victory Stampede. Yes, and at the Oasis, which is probably my favorite place to go to at the Stampede. I've had a couple of high-end uh, charcuterie boards, I believe, uh, some wine, and I've taken in some amazing art. Uh, a friend of mine, Glenn Olson, throughout the years has been a wildlife artist, too, as well uh, there. You're going to actually have some, I believe, a poster by one of the artists back from uh, 1919 and some art on display at the Oasis, too? Yeah, so in the Western Oasis this year, we have an exhibit from Charlie Russell, and Charlie Russell actually did the two, or the 1912 poster, which was the very first Stampede poster, and then in 1919, he came back to the Stampede and exhibited 24 pieces of art uh, at that show. So this year, we're having the recreations of those 24 pieces of art on display which directly from the Charlie Russell Museum in Montana. Wow, I'm really excited. And every year, I guess you guys grace another artist. There's This year, uh, there seems to be a little bit of an underlining theme, but I'm going to get back to that. Um, this woman here survived 2013, the Calgary flood. Oh, my God. Like, I lived in Inglewood at the time, and my heart was just broken. I did not think that the stampede was going to happen, and I understand that you were in charge of that team at the time. Like, what was going through your mind? Well, I wouldn't go as far as to say I was in charge of the team. I was part of the team that uh, you know helped put put the community back together and, and really lift everybody's spirits in Calgary. It was um, a tough decision to make, but really the community made it for us. And whether we had a stampede or not, and everybody wanted us to um, you know pull together and put on a great stampede, and and we did that. And you know, with the respect to everybody who was rebuilding their lives. Well, I remember from further articles uh, that was done on it at the time that, that you had really implemented that, and you said that we needed to help the community and that a lot of your volunteers and the people at the Stampede Board were not qualified to actually go into these type of disasters. And, and I understand, too, as well, being in other places such as New Orleans and seeing some of the things that are going on there, it's, it's very hectic. Uh, what were some of the things that initially were first done to reach out to the community, and how did you guys pull off the Stampede? I mean, the Saddle Dome was like a swimming pool. Like, you guys could have had a SeaWorld park there. <laughs> well, um, you know, what we did is we really assessed if we should have a stampede, and the, the community said loud and clear that they wanted one. So we had a number of volunteers. We have 2,500 volunteers with the Calgary Stampede, and we um, we wanted to put them to use, and they wanted to work. They were basically knocking on our door the next day, and, you know, because we needed 
you know, professional help. We asked them to go into the communities and help the people impacted in the community. And we were able, we were fortunate enough to be able to call in, you know, professionals from all over North America to be able to help rebuild the stampede and, and make the necessary repairs for us to, to put on a, a great celebration. I can't imagine how much must go through your mind every day uh, as well. What sort of storage space do you guys have for the Stampede? Because I see this whole midway lit up with, and I get some of the stuff is from other people, other venues, like you got your mini donuts and you got your hot dogs and everything else. But, I mean, the things that you guys set up here, like in the awnings and everything, where do you store all this? Uh, Tell me what your deadline is. When do you guys start preparing for actual setup? How far ahead of time? Well, we really start planning, you know, next year's Stampede. They've already started planning next year's Stampede as far as a programming perspective and, you know, how we want it to look and feel and some really no- new and notable and, and different things to bring in each year. But, uh, you know, actual setup, really, one, the first thing that starts, I would say, would be the Dream Home. And uh, it gets started in usually January, February. And, and once that gets started, you know, then little pieces come to fruition over the next few months. But I'd say, you know, this week is is really the week. So, it's kind of the 20s of June is when uh, we really start seeing, you know, these tents going up and, and different venues on park going up. So you're speaking of the Dream Home. What company is that that's actually putting on a Dream Home this year? And, like, do they just truck this gigantic house into into the Stampede, or do they start building it? How does that happen? Because, like, I mean, that is one of the biggest features. My parents, probably for over 40 years, have always bought tickets to the Dream Home. They do not support any other type of lottery, and I guess this is actually charity-based. So if you could speak about the charity and the company, that would be great, too. Yeah, so Homes by Abby does our, uh, our Dream Home each year, and they actually build it from the ground up. So so there's no foundation on this particular one, but they build it uh, and finish it, everything here on Stampede Park. And then everybody comes through it and buys their tickets. And there's also, you know, the, the trucks and, and RVs and motorcycles and everything that's part of the lottery's package. And, and all of the um, the money is, is distributed throughout the community, through the uh, Rotary as well as Kinsmen Club. Um, and then they, you know, after the Stampede, they take the house apart and they rebuild it in the community, which it's going to. Wow, that's amazing. I know a couple of friends that have bought some of those houses, too, as well. Holmes by Abbey actually just built my house up in Nolan Hill, too, as well. So, wow, it seems like you guys are really involved uh, with the culture and, and what Stampede is. Uh, are there any companies and things that are standing out that seems you have a lot of long-term partners, too, as well, that you worked with? Well, we have a really long list of sponsorships uh, and sponsors that contribute and are a really big part of the Stampede. This year, we have a brand new sponsor um, doing the Grandstand Show, so it's Bell, the Bell Grandstand Show. Uh, so we're really interested to see how they kind of elevate the show, and, and they're bringing wireless. Uh, I heard about that. Free wireless Wi-Fi. I was so excited into, when I heard about that. Yeah, so into the Grandstand, so that's really great. You heard it right here. Free Wi-Fi at the Stampede, guys. Uh, like Yukonuva is a brand new sponsor with uh, the Dog Bowl, where we see all the the great canine action and oh, the Wonder Dogs back. Yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah, the Dog Bowl. The Dog Bowl. They used to be called the Wonder Dogs. Are they still the, the Super Dogs? Super so Dogs. See the Dog Bowl even... now, and uh, we also have Enbridge uh, is presenting our Elbow River Camp this year. Wow, and I guess uh, the choice of uh, where here has always been was always been Lamleys. Lamleys. I love Lamleys. I think this this jacket's from Lamleys. The shirts from Lamleys. These boots are from Lamleys. They're alligator here. So, you know, uh, definitely any uh, cool fashion choices you think for this year for Stampede? Well, you know, everybody always looks good dressed up like a cowboy or cowgirl. But uh, and if you're in a hat, good choice. But I would, I would recommend a straw hat on those hot days uh, as well as, 
make it your own style. So even if you don't have Western clothes in your regular uh, wardrobe, you can always make something Western by throwing on a hat, a belt buckle, really cool piece of turquoise jewelry. It's, it's really easy to get Western, but make it your own. There you go. That's for fashion, our end of our magazine, which seems to be a big part of I Am Here With Magazine, uh, especially with uh, Jill heading the helm of it. Uh, it. Seems like a lot of neat things are going on. We plan to do all of this this year, so we're going to actually hit the grounds as well, talk about some of, the, of our food experiences, too, as well. Uh, any favorites? Anything crazy? What's going on? Like, one year I had a scorpion pizza, guys, in front of a large crowd of people who, uh, it didn't go viral, but uh, but it was an experience. Uh, this year we have a Cheeto frog legs. So they're deep fried frog legs, but the, the batter is like a, the, the zesty or the hot hot Cheetos mix. And um, we also have, you know, for the more tame, we have rose lemonade. When they actually make it out of like roses and rose petals and flowers, it is unbelievable. Um, there's cherry blaster pizza. So it's cherries on a pizza with like some sriracha sauce. And it's actually pretty good. You wow. think like cherries on pizza, that's weird, but kind of like pineapple on pizza. Can you get it? That's where yeah. I was going to go. Can yeah. you get pineapple on it too? Well, that sounds kind of, I love cherries, yeah. but I'm, it sounds a little scary. It's more like a maraschino cherry. Oh, I love maraschino yeah. cherries, but, but is that, am I going to OD on that? Like, <laughs> like I remember as a little kid, I OD'd on a jar of maraschino cherries, and, oh. and it might have been that. At, it was at a wedding, and I think... Uh, Several gallons of Coca-Cola mixed with orange and yes, Sprite. Yes, yes, that, that'll water. do it. <laughs> that, that possibly could have done it. Uh, I still have a couple more questions for you, so be patient with me. Wow, you're so informative. You've given us so much information uh, today. Uh, you know, it seems like we're kind of doing a little bit of a sneak peek here uh, with you on the Stampede. Uh, now, I understand every year the Stampede changes a little bit. The rules get a little bit stricter. Uh, definitely throughout the years, I've been good friends with everybody from Jason Glass, which I did some art work for and we did that for Make-A-Wish Foundation and that was with MJ's water hauling and, and I know that the economy has been tight uh, now with you know the problems with the uh, pipeline going through and the oil and gas sector that we are in Calgary has that affected anything this year? Uh, not specifically this year however we um each year we try to make Stampede a little bit new and different. And so we we understand that Calgary goes through ups and downs. But one thing that Stampede has always been is just that place where people can come together, let loose. They can look forward to it. And, you know, it's, we really positioned ourselves to be fairly resilient in a, in a place of, of reprieve over every, all the years. Well, I, I'm still trying to get over the fact of free Wi-Fi because I'm not going to lie to you. I have probably spent over the 30 years that I've been here at Stampede and doing my uh, little bits of uh journalism and so forth and, and and doing photography and so forth and doing media posts I probably spent over ten thousand dollars in roaming fees and charges not alone you know if you want to be prepared for stampede guys and you're going to be here for a long time sometimes you go from the rodeo uh, to the midway to the chuck wagons to the grandstand show and uh, you got to bring two batteries uh, coming to the grandstand show I understand that you guys have a really unique theme it's like Trailblazers, is that the correct name of it? Yeah, that's the name of the show this year, and it's really focusing on women in Western culture. And so, Analia is our host, and she's from uh, she's actually from Calgary, but she she works and has a career in uh, in the theater industry in New York. So we're really proud to have her as our host, and we have a number of guest acts like the um, the Gauchos, and they're from Argentina. We will have all of the young Canadians on the stage. It's going to be a spectacular show. 
Wow, I tried out for the Young Canadians uh, when I was a young kid, and and it was you know I had a couple shows, but I was going through puberty at the time, so uh, it didn't work out so well for me. It seems like you guys are also really embracing the spirit of women, and and not so much I want to say independence. I don't want to be too political, but but I just you know I think that women re- really you know throughout the years and culture haven't been given the spotlight that they need, and uh, I've had the chance to be good friends with Amber Marshall. She actually helped promote one of my first art shows back in 2009 at the casino over here which is now cowboys so that was at the big sky room at the time now amber embodies everything that is western and i just think that it's amazing for you guys to have someone that i would kind of deem like a, a western wonder woman kind of like how, how did this come about how did you guys realize that you had such an amazing star in your own backyard because i know you've had everybody from sam elliott to Mickey Mouse to Walt Disney host the parade. So, uh, and, I, and I, I'm good friends with John Scott too, as well. Uh, so maybe we can parlay and talk about some of those things because I know you have a wealth of information. I'm really impressed with your knowledge. See, but that probably comes over how many years now for the Stampede? It'll be my ninth Stampede, but my eighth year. Ninth Stampede, but your eighth year. So, if you can highlight on some of those things, definitely. So, you know, the, uh, each year the president chooses who our parade marshal is going to be, and and this year our president really wanted to focus on women in Western culture and, and really celebrate women in Western culture. And so, Amber Marshall just seemed like an obvious choice. Um, she seems to be a bit of a, a role model. She not only does she play it on her television show, but she also really embodies it in her her regular life. So, living on a ranch, just taking care of animals, loving to ride, that sort of thing. And she's just a really kind uh, young lady and we're so proud to have her lead our parade this year yeah, uh, I remember the year very clearly too as well when we first started working with her. Uh, Glenn Olson did a wildlife painting of her, and my dad actually bought it. Now Glenn has been a big inspiring person in my life as an artist and being a part of uh, the art show that you guys put on. There's so many complex elements to the stampede. Like I, I just can't imagine what goes on through your mind. Like in my mind, you're a hero. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you because, you know, I've had tons of people try to organize my life from my acting career to my art uh to my real estate to some of my other businesses like i think that it's just amazing what you're doing and so that's kind of why we wanted to highlight you too as well now could you tell us what the stampede means to you what it embodies and who you really want to share the stampede with if you actually even have a spare minute of time <laughs> well we always make time that's why we work at the stampede it's it's all for the fun and um you know when i was a little kid and you know i would come to the stampede every day i'm a born and raised calgarian and actually one of my very first jobs was working in guest services uh, on the midway so i um you know when i completed my schooling i knew that i wanted to to be a part of this organization somehow and so i was fortunate to be able to get um a position where I was able to share Stampede with the entire world, and I love doing that. And now I have the opportunity to to share it with my little girl. And last year, she was, you know, featured on the the front page of the newspaper as kind of one of her first Stampedes. And um, yeah, it's just great. And I'm so excited for her to come down this year and take her on the on the different different rides and show her the animals. And I think it'll be uh, exciting. I hope she shares as much love for the Stampede as me. Wow. So one of your first jobs was dealing with people that maybe got too sick on the the tilt a whirl. You know what I mean? Or uh the Himalayan or the slingshot was 
Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I would, you know, people would, it was right at the clock tower when the clock tower existed. Yeah. And uh, we would go and make sure that everybody was okay. And if something happened, uh, you know, we would, we would go there and make sure that everybody was taken care of. Can you imagine it? Hi, I was on the drop of doom and I don't feel very well afterwards. Can I please have my money back? Yeah. <laughs> what, I also kind of got very scared and very sick one time for a TV show. I had to do a shot for you guys uh, in the very tame, it seemed like, chair that just goes over the stampede grounds. What's that all about? The sky ride. It's, uh, it's a really great way to get across the park. It's, I think maybe for tourists, it's probably a really great experience to kind of get the, that vantage point of the park. But it's a nice, uh, it's a nice relaxing ride for the most part. Uh, the last thing that we haven't really covered or talked about a little bit is the Stampede. I know there's a lot of new things that are going on with uh, the PBR and the rodeo and, and everything else. Uh, they've introduced a new thing called uh, the Shark Tank. Is there any chance in some of those things happening? Do, do you know what that's about? I don't know about Shark Tank, but we have a brand new event here called Bulls After Dark, and it'll be on the final Friday and Saturday of Stampede, and it's essentially that. It's a, it's an, you know, Plus 18 event where it starts at 10 o'clock at night and it's um, bull freestyling and they're going to have like fireworks and a live band dancing. It's a really exciting event. That is an amazing idea, guys, because I don't know how many times my friends, we've been out late, we've been at concerts at Cowboys, maybe not feeling too good, you know, a little hair of the dog. And uh, it's hard to get to the rodeo. Like, when, when does the rodeo start? Is it 2 o'clock? 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. That's my problem. See, I thought it always started at 2. It would be half over. Uh, the Shark Tank was an event where uh, they actually put people in the infield in a cage so they can watch. No, we don't do that. <laughs> That's a little crazy, don't you think? I, I think that we're more concerned about the animal safety as well as the well-being of, of everybody at the Stampede, and that's been a big staple. Uh, there's a lot of agriculture that's going on here, too, as well. So with the rodeo and the agriculture, uh, what are some of the new highlights as well? Uh, we've got lots of different agriculture competitions and displays going on. Cowboy Up is a great place to see women in Western culture um, really commanding and, and you know having that relationship with their horses and running through different obstacle courses. We have the heavy uh, heavy horse pole, the hitch we have, and the Calgary Philharmonic does um, a great number with one of our agriculture shows. So lots to see and do, and it's just really a great way to get up close and personal with animals. Um, you know, people in the city don't necessarily get that much opportunity to, to see and learn about animals. So that's, um, that's one of the things we really highlight here at the Stampede. Well, yeah, my friend uh, Kateri Cowley was actually a part of the, the Cowboy Up, too, as well. Yeah, I know, go way back from riding horses and working with the family at the Rafter Six Ranch. So it seems really neat how, you know, you bring in all of the culture and, and everything in the show, too, as well. Uh, do you have any favorites this year in the chuck wagons? Oh, wow. I don't know. Jason Glass, obviously. Everybody but loves uh, Jason, right? <laughs> yeah, and um, you Mark know, Sutherland. Mark Sutherland, yeah. yeah. He's a great one. He's so it's, well. it's a lot of fun to watch. I think I, I cheer for everybody. I can't have a favorite. I always like when I run into Tom Glass during the stampede. He's like, what are you up to this year? <laughs> Quite an enamoring guy. And I think a lot of these people have been long-term with the stampede. Uh, what kind of money is up this year? Uh, well, for the chuck wagon races, it's a total purse of a million dollars. So um, the final Sunday is showdown Sunday, and so it's uh, for $100,000. But leading up to that, everybody has day money that they can win. So you can win if you won every day and and the final Sunday, you'd win well over $100,000. I know we're taking up so much of your time right now. I just have one more big question because... Uh, 
like I said, you're a pretty busy person. Uh, with the chuck wagon races, I think a lot of people don't quite understand it. Could you kind of explain it to us a little bit, uh, how the stove and the tent pegs and everything take into place and how we've seen some of the outriders uh, drop off throughout the years? So the chuck wagon races is essentially just a recreation of, of you know, games that they used to play in the in the past and for lack of a better word they would just uh you know throw the stove wherever they were camped and and race to the next homestead and so it's a kind of recreation of that it's a, an homage to that but uh essentially the chuck wagons start at the at the you know starting barrels and they throw a fake stove it's a kind of a rubber rubber thing that they yep. throw into the back of the chuck wagons and then they it's not as heavy no no and then they just they they race around the track and outriders two outriders follow each chuck wagon driver that's that's led by a driver and four horses now if you were the last thing to speak of before we conclude and i i know we did a bit of an ab lib but i think we got a lot for our shots too as well so we don't have to go further from this uh if you were to speak to somebody like i'm when i'm in los angeles i'm telling people you got to come to stampede you got to come to stampede you have no idea 10 people don't work for 10 days <laughs> they start drinking at about eight in the morning and it's usually baileys and coffee if you could speak to any of my friends in la la land we call it or throughout the world what would be the main reason that you would tell them to come here to the Calgary Stampede? It's really a spectacle that you've never seen before. So it's, we call it the greatest outdoor show on earth. And it is. Yeah, it's, you know, spread over 130 acres. We have everything, like I mentioned, from Western agriculture, Western culture, agriculture, the rodeo, the chuck wagons. We were one of the largest music festivals in Canada at the time. We have so much food. There's our dream home. There's, it's 100,000 square feet of art exhibits. So there's so much that encompasses the Calgary Stampede. It's something that you've just never really seen anywhere before, but I think the most important thing about it is it's the community spirit. You can't get off the plane without knowing that something amazing is happening in Calgary during the Stampede. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I can't thank you so much for how much that you do for the community and for the Stampede itself. And we'll be very excited to highlight some of these things and show some of the readers uh, in our magazine. I'm here with Magazine what they're missing out if they don't attend the Stampede. So how about we uh, send off with a, a big Yahoo? How's that sound? Ready? Yahoo!